Hey, welcome to another episode of Iodelli Speaks. I'm Iodelli, husband, father of two, 20-year educator. Um, this episode wanted to share with you a conversation I had with um, uh, a young uh, black man educator. Uh, used to be in Atlanta, now up in North Carolina by the name of James Price. And um, he's, you know, really been supportive of our work with BME's Talk and helped me co-facilitate some PD. And we were talking um, uh, just the other day about um, his principal had um, approached him and, and is who was a white male um, to just check in on him to see how he was doing in the climate of all the uprising. And then, you know, most recently, Jacob Blake you know, um, being injured and shot, um, state-sanctioned shooting by police officers. And so um, he was kind of, uh, James was kind of surprised by how, you know, his his principal approaching him. And, and what I'm going to share with you is just a conversation we were having, a recording for that. Please excuse um, the, the kind of poor quality, because he was on the phone and I was trying to record it through... Um, through Zoom, um, but I just wanted to share with you just just his learning um, and just uh, my understanding of, of his work and what does it mean to have um, a white male building leader who's really checking in on black male educators. Enjoy. Hey, go ahead. So let me let me just get this straight. So you 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 have a black executive director of the school and a white principal, a white male principal. And he he called or email he called you or emailed and said, I just want to check in with you to see how things are going. And then he said, and then he said that um uh he's been trolling Twitter or social media. Interesting. And then he asked you if you could do what? Like, he was just like, are you comfortable with talking to me? He was like, are you going to talk to kids about it? Because I need some people like, he was like, our kids need to know about it. And we had an incident oh. last year where I could tell we have some ignorant white people in here. And he was so stressed about it. Wait, he, he said like, that. We got it. And it was ignorant white people. He told me incident. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we had a little incident last year. And it's like, I don't want you to be the black regular. And I'm just basically summarizing right now. But it was just like, what can we do? Because I told you I joined that committee, uh, diversity committee. And he was like, what can we do to make sure that, like, they're all heard? And I was just like, I've never heard a school really take that on as a project. They really said, like, we need to be there for our black kids, our brown kids, our Indian kids, and all of the kids within the community. That's kind of fire, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot. I mean, I, I, one, it's, it's great to hear that that is, um, hey, do you mind? Well, yeah, uh, it's, it's great to hear that, um, what's the word? Um, 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 I, I, think it, I think it's really fascinating that, not fascinating, I, I think kudos to your school leader um, for saying, hey, I want to check in and then asking you, are you comfortable doing this, right? Are you right. comfortable engaging in this? Because I, I actually just, um, you know, I just recorded a podcast where I was talking about, well, excuse me, I was, I was actually done an interview and um, with the organization. And the question was, you know, how do we equip teachers to, what do they need to do to be prepared to have conversations about things like Black Lives Matter? Right and the Me Too and, and and a bunch of other things and so what I what I said was first of all you gotta have a conversation with yourself before you can begin to have that conversation with kids and it's kind of irresponsible if you don't have that conversation with yourself first and kind of figure out where you stand because there's our kids walk in our classrooms with such a, a depth of intersectionality you never know what you're gonna be facing in terms of a question and we need we need to make sure that we're kind of beginning to build our repertoire to be able to address not necessarily answer but engage in conversations we don't have to have a fully formed thought but we should have a clear thought on how to on how to um have critical conversation with kids about this and so it's awesome that like your your building leader was like are you comfortable you know what do you need to do and so i think you know one of the the, the next things to do is is to say to your to to manage up to your school leader how i'm comfortable and i thank you so much for asking and i think you did thank him I, I would imagine so but um you know it it's it's this idea of like so how do we help other educators like be prepared or be in the process of preparing because there's no prepared there's no end to it you'll always be surprised with something that kids ask about and what society shows and so i think it's like you know uh, how you know because it's not the sole responsibility responsibility of the brother in the building you know and and you got i think you have over like 500 kids in your school and and that that would mean at least 60 teachers right and so you can't be the only one having this conversation it's good that you are but it's like how do we actually manage up to equip not answer every child's question but begin to know how to facilitate conversations and at the same time deepening our own thoughts and feelings and mindsets around these things so um i think that's fire that he asked you know and now it's always like i'm glad you asked and the next step is for you to dot 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 <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that that's what a, a friend of mine says manage up like you got to help your manager do their job you know Telling he asked me today, he said, Well, did you talk about it today? And I said, You know what? I did not. And the reason I did not was because I needed to prepare for that. And mm. I don't just want to bring up a, a conversation or bring up a topic and not be well equipped on it. Although I am black, I don't just have to have the answer. And I'm not here to give you an answer. I'm here to open your eyes to the privilege. I'm here to open your eyes to understanding that, hey, my white kids, y'all have a privilege. And one of the main things I told him was that, hey, Here's something that you gotta get out of the mindset of thinking is that just because they're in elementary school, they're not prepared to hear this. And I was like, that's a privilege. 
And I was like, we can't give the white kids that privilege thing. They don't have to hear it. When the black kid right next to them has the experience. Mm. And he was just like, wow. I didn't realize that. And I was like, yes. I was like, I got the conversation at five and six years old. That's kindergarten. So if I was giving you that kindergarten, if we could have this talk in fifth grade or fourth grade or even third. And their brains are, they, they can actually think through this. And we can get some real and true feelings because what happens is that the racism, the privilege, the, the ism are taught at home. Well, I would say I would say home and community and through media. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't all, only put it on home, but but yeah, yeah, it's a combination of it's the water we we're in. But go ahead, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So like this, this is a privilege. I mean, so I guess my, my question for you is, so you're, you're preparing. I think it's, I think it's fascinating to, to hear how we as you as a black male educator need to prepare. Right. And people would assume that you know how to have that conversation. Right. And, and that's why it's kind of like you're tapped on the shoulder for diversity committee for inclusion committee. Like you automatically know that, but it's like, we still have a learning to do, right? Like we right. still want to get it right. And, and, and my color doesn't, you know, my skin color, my race doesn't make me an automatic um, uh, expert, right? Or feel prepared, you know? And, and, and the thing is, even if you were prepared, it's still this idea of, I want to make sure I get the words right. And so the question right. that, I, that I have for you is, now your students might not, um, raise this question or bring this up, right? This is something, you know, you're thinking, if it did come up, how, what, what strategy would you have? And your, your thinking wasn't fully formed. How would you navigate your fifth grade science class? Like, how would you navigate a critical conversation? Because let's say it came up tomorrow and you weren't fully ready, right? How would you help them begin the process? What, what might be one thing you do?
happy watching it, a nice watching it, if that makes sense. And it's more so like, hey, you know, these are the good things. And yeah, we know these bad things happen, but let's not talk about the bad things. Let's, let's hit on those good, let's hit on only those good things. So what I was trying to do is, especially since I have the flexibility of doing that science social studies, I can kind of pull out how there are black people who are doing this. There are black people who have been taking from and let's, let's bring that back to this is where we are right now. I mean, we have black people having things taken from this. And it's not even hitting it on every specific incident, but we're saying that this is a universal incident. But another thing that I'm doing is, yes, I'm a black student, and yes, I teach black kids, but I also teach Indian kids. I also teach white kids. So mm-hmm. this is not my time period or my space to just talk to the white kids and say, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. No. It's to make sure that we're all aware mm-hmm. of homophobia. Man, I'm, I'm, Man, I I was I was just I, literally I was just saying that today that that I that it it is lifelong work and no matter who we are because of our complex intersectionality we we will always find a new edge to learn right and always because we will never have that and I, and I think being able to have that conversation and lead that conversation with young people have them understand that it's 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 working knowledge this is all work in progress you know and the key is to start the work early and keep with it you know and keep with it so i, I think that man i i, I appreciate you calling me because i'm just that is the fire i needed today you know to know that because it's one of those things where it's like we know there are brothers like yourself and other educators who are thinking deeply and intentionally about this work to prepare for their kids. We just don't hear that a lot, you know? And so just me hearing that from you is like, things are right, you know? It's like, it's, it's not all hopeless, <laughs> you know, out there. I tell you, I don't think you hear it like, you can't stop because I'm literally watching you trying to figure out what's next. So <laughs> Wait, me? Like, I, I Wait, I gotta keep going because cause, cause you chasing? <laughs> Why well, I, I appreciate, man. You, you, your, your words are really kind, man. I, you know, this I, it goes both ways because I'm, I'm motivated by your desire to learn, and I'm learning from you in the same process, you know. Um, and so I, I, I really appreciate the space we've been able to create, and, and we will continue to create and build because it's, you know, it's that iron sharpening iron. Like that's, that's what, you know, quite honestly, that's, you know, this came from, you know, this comes from our affinity. Right. And me seeing you, you know, in, in, in that school, what, three years ago, you know what I mean? And right. saying, man, like, how are you doing and connecting? It's, it's that connection and community that we have this now opportunity, the connection and community within affinity, being black men educators to to really sharpen each other, motivate each other. So I you're welcome. And I thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man, this that 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 was a. a that's I'm I'm giving thanks for for that for that word today, um, but yeah, man, I, I I appreciate you so much. Most definitely, thank you. I know you I know you had a lot going on. I just try to catch you before I can leave. I'll be like catching you. 
Hey, 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 you got it, cause, cause here, here's the thing, man. I, that's why I was like, man, you, you want to talk now? I got, I got a few minutes, cause, cause, you know, no matter what, like, I've, it's, it's always just, it's good to hear a word, and, and it just, it lifts me. I've, I'm going into a meeting now in five minutes, and I'm gonna enjoy, you know, I'm looking forward to this meeting, but now, like, I feel like I, you know, I've had, I had some energy <laughs> going into this last meeting. That express, man, that, that's what, that's what short term, 10 minute, five minute, an email, a phone call, a text, that's what it can do is just give you, give you that, that short shot to give you the boost to finish the day. Um, but man, I appreciate you so much. Hey, thank you for taking a moment to listen to that conversation. I um, hope you were able to take some things away from it. It was very inspiring to me and, and very hopeful um, in that idea of knowing that there are um, white colleagues, some people say co-conspirators, allies, um, that are checking in and, and trying to figure out you know, how best to support folks of color and just the work they need to continue to do um, in this work for justice as we fight for it. Um, again, uh, Please like, subscribe, uh, hit the favorite button. Please leave a comment. Um, how did you feel? What are you taking away from this um, conversation um, that we had? What what new thinking, old thinking, what's resonating with you? And then also, please go ahead um, and check out my YouTube page. Um, just type in, go to YouTube, type in Iodeli Harrison. Um, please like it, like, you know, click on the video, like it subscribe to the channel, hit the notification buttons and share it. There you'll find information on me talking about emotional self-care practices, um, just some commentary on, on education, um, most recently talking about um, virtual learning um, and that experience, uh, some of the professional development work, just a lot of different things that, are, that I'm talking about and sharing with and is, is on the calendar for me coming up. So um, thank you again for taking the time to listen and I'll see you next episode. Peace.